We begin today, chapter 29, chapter 29, one word, midbachim, uh, to crush. Chapter 26 began a new section that continues in when difficulties come our way, a curveball is sent in our lives. And it's hard to have joy. Joy is not a feeling. Joy is not a um, emotion. Simcha, the word simcha at least. It's not an emotion. It is an attitude of the mind, a sentiment of the heart. It is um, something that's necessary in order to be able to serve God with joy. Because without serving God with joy, you can't really battle and wage a war against the negativity that we have within us. With, otherwise, we just give in to every um, minimalist thing that um, we, we lust for, we desire for, we have an addiction for, and we give in to it. You need joy so you can be in the battle, so you can have the alacrity, the swiftness. So we spoke about different um, tools on that when you're sad about <coughs> your, uh, your health, your livelihood, your uh, relationships. You're saddened by your spiritual situation in life. And then there is ultimately the thoughts that we have to deal with that could be very crippling. Thoughts that we have during uh, the work, during work, that can bring us down and make us sad and not be full of joy. Then there's the thoughts that we can have negative thoughts. Yeah, two chapters, chapter 27, when thoughts and how to deal with it when we are not engaged in a mitzvah. And then the previous chapter that we learned yesterday, thoughts, negative thoughts that we have while we're doing a mitzvah, like now, learning Torah. Or prayer was the prime example and how to deal with that. What happens if all of those things that we've been empowered with in the last um, three chapters, which they're like heavy duty, the ultimate, you know, <laughs> impersonal self-help, the ultimate in divine service, even beyond self-help in divine service, what if it's, it's not working? What if it's not working? So these next two chapters are going to be very heavy chapters on how the Bainini is taking full responsibility, full ownership of his or her life and um, seeking to deal with that negativity that doesn't seem to go away and therefore brings the person down. And that's the key over here. Now, we don't mean to be frivolous, you know, you just... Everything, I'm okay, you're okay, you know, and everything is uh, just hunky-dory. 
um, you know, that that's just, you know, I, I let everything slip off my back and everything is wonderful. I'm just full of, you know, full of joy. Now, that's obviously not taking ownership of your life and that's not battling with your negative side because, uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, doesn't matter. So that's not the uh, we're talking about here you know thing it does matter and 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 we're you know owning our lives we want to better our lives we want to serve the purpose that God created us for you know as best as we can but sometimes it's just you know it's tough and um So the Alta Nevis says occasionally it can happen, or even frequently, that we experience what's called a dullness of heart. As though your heart has turned into stone. And try as you may, you can't open up your heart. Whether it comes to prayer, which prayer is by definition service of the heart. That's actually a, 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 the, the place of indication. When can we know that we are losing our refinement, that we're losing our way? Is that when it comes to prayer, it's kind of cold. We're not, we're not active in it. We're just saying words. Um, or we're just, you know, waiting. <laughs> you know, in some synagogues, you know, prayer is about about when you get to the kiddish so you know how much left to the kid time to the kiddish <laughs> so in many places that's what it is so we're not talking about that we're talking about someone who's serious about prayer that it's meaningful they want to connect but they're having a difficulty now that's where the real dullness of heart will be when it comes to prayer that's where the, the, the litmus test is, again, because that is duties of the heart. Everything else, you know, learning Torah is, you know, you need your mind to be engaged. So it's, it, of course, everything has the heart element of it. Everything has about the love and awe that we want to engage and do it with, of course. But it's, it's not something in the heart. It's not of the heart. It relates to the heart, too. Right? So learning is... More of an intellectual engagement. So the fact that you'd be excited about learning doesn't mean that you don't have a dullness of heart. Um, it could be. Or the truth is, <laughs> actually, when we have the dullness of heart, it will then come down to also learning and doing a favor for another, being charitable, you know, um, you know, not, you know, uh, looking at your watch, when is Shabbos over, you know, go out on the town. That, that's all a dullness of heart in the engagement that we're involved in. Now, that's an extreme. The Bainini isn't by holding by that in any, in any way. And us Bainini in training, of course not, God forbid. But again, The litmus test, and that's what the alternative is specifically speaking about, is service of the heart, prayer. 
that there's a dullness, a heaviness of heart that prevents a person from waging a war against the evil impulse or in, in, in prayer. Or it could be in other areas, sanctifying yourself in the permitted areas that we spoke about in chapter 27. So what do you do? So um, the advice is given in the Holy Zohar, the Alter Rebbe brings, that the president of the Academy of Ganeiden says the following, and this is the metaphor, and we're um, we're oh, <laughs> it's a very short class, um, and we will uh, deal with the metaphor um, only. So if you have a wooden beam that's very thick and you have a fire that you've started and you want to or you want to start it with the wooden beam and it doesn't catch why because it's too thick what do you got to do you got to splinter it you got to splinter it you got to um, crush it or splinter it likewise the body in which the light of the soul does not penetrate, so it needs to be splintered. It needs to be crushed. Hmm, that's heavy. So the reference of the light of the soul in this case doesn't penetrate, meaning your soul is not penetrating you that when you're praying or doing something else, it's not penetrating because the coarseness of the body is prevailing. And, and this happens even though you understand and you might even meditate upon the greatness of God, but that understanding or that appreciation is not enabling, uh, entering into the coarseness of the heart to the degree that you feel you feel a crassness. <coughs> Excuse me. today's class.